go-getters and just going to betters. It's the pre-W Smith Show with Jeff Sloan on 760 WJR. All right. Well, as I said, when we had a chance to chat a little bit earlier about our beloved Detroit Lions, it used to be, you know, again, when I say used to be, just a few short weeks ago, it was a destination Sunday afternoons. We knew what we were going to do, be doing on that Sunday, cheering our team on to victory, maybe even so much so that we just snuck into the playoffs this year. We at least had a winning record. All that was the promise that this year held. And here we are. I don't know. Here, let me, I'll tell you what. It's it's gotten so disappointing. We heard Mark Pastoria say, "What's it? What's on his schedule this Sunday at one o'clock? <laughs> Cleaning the garage." <laughs> That's pathetic. <laughs> that kind of says it all. With my lion's now, listen, hat on. <laughs> but I'm gonna t- you with your lion's hat on, and I'm gonna tell you something else. With your lion's heart deep inside, still, Mark. If you, if your wife comes out and says, "Hey, honey, you missed a spot over there. Put that. Uh, can you put the shovel up on the wall over there?" But just want to tell you. Lions are leading 21 nothing. <laughs> Here, you are dropping everything. You're going to buy right back in. Now that's are, fantasy you, football. <laughs> you are going to buy right back in. You're going to be right back in there. Listen, you'd, we'd be 2-4 and four at that point. We got a chance to have all our dreams come true this season. Oh, yeah. Listen, we need an expert here because we're dreaming. We are. We are in fantasy land, but we've got Michael Spath. He knows what's going on. Michael, how about those Lions? Well, one and four, certainly not the way that most Detroit Lions fans with the offseason hype, the excitement around uh, this franchise that you and I had even discussed many weeks ago that, you know, we've been following this franchise for many, many years, for decades. And this seemed like so many fans, members of the media were all kind of getting on board that while it wasn't going to be a playoff team, that it was going to be different this year. They're coming out of the gate in their first five games with winnable contests against Minnesota and Seattle and New England, who's down, that maybe they'd be three and two. You know, who knows? Maybe they could, the, the stars could align and they'd be four and one and they'd be in the playoff conversation. Instead, you have gut punch after gut punch after gut punch, losing in the final minute at Minnesota, coming back and losing a 48 45 game to Seattle. And then just when you think you can't get any worse, You've got the highest scoring offense in the NFL for the first time in, you know, 20 years for the Lions, and they get shut out at New England, 29 to nothing. And so, you know, Jeff, my question is this is like, other than being born here, like what has the Detroit Lions franchise done that has endeared themselves to the fans? Like, is there anything inherent that they have earned our fandom other than geography? Well, it's a good question because uh, at some point you got to ask yourself the question, why? Why do we do this? You ask a good question. I'm thinking, why do we hang on? Well, there certainly is something about geography, right? I mean, that is our team. Yep. That is the Detroit Lions. Yep. That's certainly a factor. I think history, you know, the Lions have had great history and great loyal fans throughout history in this town. I think that's a something to be said for it. Maybe it's even a bit of the culture, the Thanksgiving game, you know, and taking the family down to the now Ford Field. Maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know, Michael. You have an hypothesis on this? Well, what you just brought up about the Thanksgiving Day game, I think is a great point, Jeff, because on Thanksgiving in this town for our entire lives, yours and mine, and, and pretty much every person alive today, whether you're 42 like me or 50 or 60, 
Thanksgiving watching the Detroit Lions is a part of our culture. And so it brings us all together. If we didn't have that, if they took the game away from us and there's been threats of that in the past and the NFL has made the commitment, no, we're going to stay with the Detroit Lions. You wonder if all the family come together to commiserate together, to talk about hope and all those different things, if it would be a little bit easier, if it would erode that confidence, erode that commitment to the Detroit Lions as a franchise. But I would tell you, I think... Ultimately, what it comes down to year after year after year is that four-letter acronym that now is more part of our lexicon, and that is FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. And you look across, and the LA Clippers, who are the worst franchise in the four major sports for the better part of our entire lives, have gone to the playoffs multiple times, have been in a position to compete for an NBA championship. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the 70s and 80s with those creamsicle uniforms and that have just been an utter joke in the NFL, have won two Super Bowls in the last 15 years. One with Tom Brady, you know, a year ago, and then about uh, 10, 12 years before that with Brad Johnson as the quarterback. The Jacksonville Jaguars, the Houston Texans, expansion franchises in the NFL have won more playoff games in the last 20 years than the Lions. The Arizona Cardinals, who have been one of the most downtrodden franchises of all time, have had success in the NFL. You just look across the four major sports, the Milwaukee Brewers, the mm-hmm. Philadelphia Phillies, mm-hmm. I mean, pro, you know, the Cincinnati Reds. Like There are enough experiences, enough case studies out there of franchises being down for a long time and then rising up. And maybe it's not sustained, but they have one good season. And we saw it with the Detroit Tigers. You know, the Detroit Tigers were after the the 1980s and the early 1990s, they were bad for the rest of the 1990s. They were bad for most of the 2000s. They set, I believe, their second or third all-time in the Major League Baseball for the you know most losses in a, in a single season. But then 2006 happened. They captured the magic. And you had 2012 where they went to World Series. And from 2006 to 2018 or so, they were a pretty good franchise. And so there's this FOMO idea that I don't want to make the decision that I'm now going to invest in a different franchise and I'm going to divorce myself from the Detroit Lions. And the moment I divorce myself from the Detroit Lions, Jeff, it's 2026. And what do you know? The Detroit Lions are in the playoffs and competing for a Super Bowl, and I've given up on them, and now I've missed out on all the excitement. That's what keeps bringing fans back. But the Detroit Lions, as a franchise, are testing FOMO. They are. Because no other franchise... No other franchise in 40 years has been devoid of any type of success like the Detroit Lions. Right. There's no, the, the rewards for the fan base are few and far between. I mean, we, we tend to really focus on who are we going to get on draft day? What's our pick going to be? Well, how much longer can we do that and call that fun? Well, and already, I mean, uh, we're thinking about it already. Five games into the season. Yeah. Going into the bye week. And that's what people are talking about. Well, you know, I was listening to some sports talk radio on the way in here and they were discussing who they need to lose games across the NFL so the Lions have a higher draft pick. I know, that's just sick, sickening. It really is. It's so unfortunate. Yeah, and so here we are as Lions fans. You know, the term that we always hear is SOL, same old Lions. Mm -hmm. But Jeff, I would add an F to the end of that. (laughs) Same old Lions fans. Because we take the gut punches over and over again, season after season, game after game. And what do we do? We come back. We do. We just... Take it year after year. So let me ask you where you personally are on all this. Man, I've tried so many times to divorce myself. I really have. And and I've 
I've posted about it on social media. I have a good friend who is a Buffalo Bills fan. I have another good friend who's a Dallas Cowboys fan. And they've just said, why can't you pick your team? You know, everybody else, once you get drafted by someone, but after that, the rest of the time, every player in the four major sports has control over their future. They can go wherever they want to go. They can be free agents. They can sign. Why can't I sign with a different team and raise my son and my daughter, a three-year-old and a four-week-old, to be different type of, like, be fans of somebody else. I wonder if you took, for example, for the Buffalo Bills, the term Buffalo off of the brand, and it was the Bills, and it was the Lions, mm-hmm. and it was the Falcons, and so on, and you didn't have the city name as part of the brand, that'd probably open it up for more people to buy in. You know, I think territory and, you know, region and hometown is a big part of this. I know the season's already gone. But it's still, it'd be great if the Lions got a win. And, you know, as soon as they get a win, oh, my God, we're going to be bought right back in, aren't we? I'm going to do my best. I say this every year. Well, what I like is now we're at this point, five games in the season, where they're irrelevant. I can take my Sundays back for my family and spend time with my family, the cider mill, the pumpkin patch, you know, the zoo, the the movie theater, whatever I want to do on Sundays. I can now give myself that time back. I don't have to watch them. Okay, there you go. Michael Spath, thank you so much. We're going to come back with more right here on the pre W Smith show in just a minute.